I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey everyone, thank you for being here with me. For all of those who are new listeners, welcome. I'm so happy you found me in the show. And for all of the returning listeners, thank you so much for your continued support. So I'm in New York and my day is well underway. I had my two cups of coffee that I have every morning. It's actually espresso. And you know, I love coffee. I love the ritual. I love the smell, the taste of it. And certainly, you know, it helps to kind of jumpstart the morning, right? Listen, after doing so many episodes of Reppin, obviously there have been some great behind the scenes moments and some of my personal insights that I could have shared, but there really wasn't a place for it. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if you and I got to know one another a little bit better, right? We're gonna spend some quality time and we're gonna start right now. I want you to know the heartbeat of Reppin will always be my guests and the experiences that they share with you. This podcast truly is a labor of love, and I created it for many, many reasons. I don't think anyone's going to debate me when I say that life is really complicated, and oftentimes it's filled with hard and really challenging situations. And I don't know about you, 
But sometimes it's hard not to feel overwhelmed or worried about all the different things that are happening. So one of the reasons I started this show was that I wanted there to be a platform that was positive and meaningful, where you can meet interesting, prominent, amazing people who will share what they've learned with you. And maybe something there that they share can help make your life a little bit easier in some way. And I hope these conversations give you a better sense of the people they are in real life and how they became the people we see today. And really that you maybe walk away with some new things to think about, new perspectives. But at the end of the day, it's about giving one another a hand up. Now look, I want you to come to your own conclusions and have your own takeaways. I don't wanna force feed anything and I hope you know, I don't have the answers either. I'm having these conversations and I'm just trying to learn. But I do hope that you find the show interesting and that you leave feeling inspired, hopeful, empowered, and just overall feel good about the conversations you just listened in on and about my guests. And again, maybe you heard something that was shared with you that can help you in some way. So I kicked off the new year with this special two-parter with Yvonne, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I always have a blast with her, and I always enjoy our conversations. I have gotten tweets, DMs from many of you, giving me some great feedback, which I really appreciate, but you've all asked me to get Yvonne Chapman back. So I made the request and thankfully, as always, she is so incredible and amazing and she said yes. And she's always been so generous with her time. And not only was she nice enough to come back for a third time, she did it while she was getting over a cold. So she's incredible. I remember the first time I was gonna record with her. I was five minutes late. Now, I know five minutes might not seem like a big deal to you, but it is to me. There's one thing you need to know about me. I am never, ever late. Like, if I'm late and you don't hear from me, you need to call the police. (laughs) But that day, I was dealing with some New York City car issues, the notorious car issues in New York City. And for those of you who do not know New York City, it is incredibly difficult to find parking, Um, And not only that, throughout the week on alternating days, we have to move the car from one side of the street to the next in order for the city to clean it. And that day I was dealing with those issues. I was just busy moving the car from one side of the street to the next. And we have to do it for the entire time that the street cleaners are coming up. Otherwise we can get a ticket. And usually before I do any kind of shoot or a podcast recording session, I kind of have a pregame ritual And that is, I'm usually early, I get my head in the game, I prep, I go over notes, I listen to music. But again, that day I'm dealing with these annoying car problems and I'm like running in, I'm rushed, I'm all over the place, I'm trying to set up really quickly. I log on and there she was. Yvonne was ready to go. She was already waiting. I felt so terrible because I was late. And I really respect people's time, especially when they're making the effort to come on my podcast. Yvonne had no issues. We hit it off and I think you guys picked up on it because again, like I said in the show, some of you have asked me if she and I had known one another before and we did not. We only spoke very briefly on the phone. So that first appearance was basically a documentary of our first conversation. 
Through three episodes, we've gotten to know one another. And I think right from the start, from her first appearance, Yvonne has been very consistent with who she is. She shows up for her values and the beliefs that she holds. So for example, even little things like if she says she's going to be someplace at a certain time, she's there at that time. And to me, these things give me insight into a person's character. And with Yvonne, if she says something, she does it. I wanted to kind of give you guys sort of a broader overview of what it's like doing this show. Doing any kind of production, if it's an event, a concert, a TV show, a movie, certainly podcasts, any kind of production, it takes an incredible amount of effort and time and care, probably much more than most realize. And that is certainly the case with this podcast because even I underestimated the amount of work that it would take. It's harder than anyone would think. So for Repin, just scheduling this program is extremely difficult being that everyone that our guests have these packed schedules that are constantly shifting. And I'm also a working television producer, so my timetable is also in constant flux. So getting those two together is like this crazy game of Tetris. And that's just one big hurdle to overcome, you know, along with like every other production challenges that come with doing any kind of show. And going even further than that, being that Reppin is still kind of a new podcast, introducing talent and their entire teams to the concept and getting them to understand the goals of the podcast is a constant challenge. And then if I can even do that, then getting them on board to do the show is the next level. And most of my guests get an absolute deluge of invites and pitches to appear on you know, all the different TV shows, magazines, radio shows, and all the different platforms that are out there. And not to mention, there are like, you know, a million different podcasts. And here I come, you know, trying to cut through all of that. And it's a real challenge, not only to get through and to be found, but then to have the representatives to understand my intentions and goals. With Yvonne, I think she really understood my intentions with the podcast and not only understood and supported it, but really embraced the whole idea of the podcast and my goals. And let me tell you, again, that is not always the case. From the first episode, she has been so open straight through to this last conversation. She really, really allowed all of us into her personal life. And that brings me to the next point that I wanna bring attention to and it's something that may seem super obvious, but I think it is worth unpacking, slowing down and really looking at it and kind of taking into full consideration. And that is when you're in the public eye, there can be a white hot searing level of attention on you. And yeah, it is a part of the job. Still, everyone you see in public, they're still human beings. And when the attention is good, it can be great. It can be euphoric even, but when it's bad, it can be devastating. The criticism and judgment can be extremely painful. So I say this to break it down and to put into context, 
that anyone in media, in the public eye, especially those in entertainment, are putting themselves out there and putting themselves out there to be judged by millions of people. Millions of people that don't know a thing about them. So whether you like them or not, and whether you agree with them or not, I encourage everyone to just take that into consideration and just have an open mind. Now, having said that, for Yvonne to have shared so much insight from her very first appearance on Repin, straight through to this one, where she really allowed us into her personal life. I mean, she's gone through so many huge life changes. And for her to get on a public platform, share it with the world. And I think it's pretty clear that she's still in the process of sort of reconciling a lot of the changes she's going through. It's pretty remarkable. And it does take a lot of guts and heart. And she is someone who has both of those things. I don't know. I am going to guess. So again, I don't know. But I think that one of the reasons she's offering up her own personal experiences to you is maybe you can find something that she's sharing that can help you. Maybe it's how she's handling the changes she's going through or her way of looking at something or handling it. And I think when someone offers their own personal experiences to help another, I think that's a pretty rad thing to do. Now, on the episode, I started the show with saying, you know, I am a television producer. I've been working for many decades and also recognizing the type of person that Yvonne is. The only reason why I did that is to establish that I do have many opportunities that I've been introduced to a lot of people who are well-known and beloved by audiences. And it is an incredible opportunity, but not everyone is what they seem or what you hope they would be. In fact, some are the complete opposite. And that can be really jarring and really disappointing. And I understand that these issues are not exclusive to the entertainment industry, but in media, it is amplified. And I think in entertainment and also in life in general, problems, errors, and issues are very quickly pointed out to all of us. Um, but there's not enough equal weight given to good attitudes, good behaviors, care for someone else, or some kind of kindness or a good deed. And I personally believe that equal weight should be given to addressing problems and trying to solve them, certainly, but also that same amount of attention should be given to what's good. Kindness, good deeds, efforts, that needs to be recognized. And I think a lot of times it's easy to overlook that. So in my day-to-day -day life, I really try to always acknowledge and show my gratitude to anyone that's kind or doing a great job with something. If I'm in the post office, the supermarket, you know, wherever I am, even like a crossing guard that I saw one morning, it was freezing and I'm walking my dog and she is just cheery and wishing everybody a, a good day and to be careful. And I mean, just putting so much into every single word that she's saying, she's greeting every person. And you know, she's been standing out there for hours. She must be freezing her face off, but she was kind and cheery. And I just went over to her and I said, thank you so much for your energy. It's amazing. Cause 
you know, that's a hard job. But I just believe that any kind of acknowledgement is needed for the good, just as acknowledgement is needed for the bad. So that's why it was important for me to start the show and outright point out to audiences and recognize that Yvonne is an extremely grounded, genuine person who is so funny and so kind. There's no pretense about her. You know she's talented, so I don't need to say that again. But just to let you know, that girl is world class. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now on the show, Yvonne and I also did talk about how she has called me out on some things. I'm going to play you that clip right now. There's been many times that we've talked about things and you've you've held me accountable to some things that I may not see clearly in terms of my own self-perception or acknowledge. You've definitely challenged me to kind of be better about things. So for what it's worth, you're in my arena. No, me too. For for you as well. And the reason why I think it's so important too to have that, or at least I hope everybody has some kind of mm -hmm. person to hold that up because we are the worst judgments of ourselves, you know, sometimes we just really can't see ourselves clearly for whatever it is. Yeah. And like, I've called you out when you've had self-doubt because look, you've done amazing <laughs> things and I'm not yeah. blowing smoke. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Me out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to have those people because <laughs> Hey man, like we, we all go through the motions, right? Like it's not easy. And I can't say enough, truly how much I appreciate that. I think it's really hard to find great, genuine people who will be honest and direct, who have integrity and character, and you know, also be goofy and funny and all those traits that make up a great person. For me, it is about having those types of people in my inner tribe who I know will make me better and challenge me to grow. So Yvonne calling me out, so to speak, it really meant a lot because I know she said it with love and that she cared enough to say something and that she's going to be real with me and that I could trust her. 
And to me, that is community. I think I've said it many, many times, certainly in my private life and publicly as well. Authenticity is everything to me. I want to have people who are going to be real, who have my best interest at heart and will challenge me if they don't agree. If you have just tons of friends that are super friendly, never disagree, and never offer any kind of constructive criticism, for me, if they never say anything, I ask myself, are they invested? Do they care enough to even say anything? Because if they don't care enough to say anything to you ever, or challenge you ever, or question you ever, you kind of need to ask yourself, is it real? Do they actually have your best interest at heart? So I'm very, very grateful to say that I do have a small, wonderful, motley crew of people who show up in my life. They are there on an everyday basis. I could pick up the phone. Sometimes it's just just kind of checking in and seeing, you know, how their day is going and, you know, what sales are available at the supermarket at Trader Joe's. But they're always being real, always loving and kind and strong. And they're going to kick my ass when it's needed. And honestly, when the shit hits the fan, they really rally and show up. Now, I've had some real life experiences that were incredibly dark. And this theory of will those friends show up was tested. You know, when things are bad, who is going to be there for you? And all of my friends, that wonderful motley crew of people just literally showed up. I was so blown away by them and humbled. And to this day, I'm so grateful to all of them for the people they are, the support they showed me, the patience and understanding and strength they gave me during those incredibly dark times. They reminded and also taught me what friendship is really about. And I want to be that person for those in my life as well. So again, I cannot say enough at how much I appreciate Yvonne sort of stepping up and calling me out on things that she sees that I may not. That is something that is genuine and good. And that is something I want to hold on to. And those are some of the qualities of people that I want in my life. Now, some of you follow me on social media. You guys know I took a really quick trip to Canada. I've wanted to visit for like a long time. And this past summer, I, I just really needed a break. So I actually took one. <laughs> and I jumped on a plane and I managed to connect with Yvonne, who was an incredible host, fantastic ambassador, and a snack connoisseur, a role she really took quite seriously. She introduced me some Canadian snacks. There is a clip of this on my Instagram page. If you haven't seen it, you can go check it out. But Yvonne was like, hey, you're from the States. You got to try these snacks that we only have in Canada. So I was like, okay, cool. So we ended up walking around for like 20 minutes looking for these snacks. <laughs> Thankfully, we had picture-perfect weather. If you haven't been to Vancouver, you guys got to check it out. It is just a gorgeous city and a place that I completely fell in love with. Anyway, apparently these snacks that Yvonne wanted me to try were pretty popular, but for some reason we couldn't find them that day. 
So we hunted around. We finally found them and we got all dressed chips, ketchup chips and coffee crisps. Now, usually I prefer chips. I don't really have much of a sweet tooth, um, but we got the candy bar because she said I had to try it, right? The coffee crisps. So the first thing I tried were the ketchup chips. Essentially, ketchup chips is like a deconstructed flat French fry with ketchup if it was turned into seasoning. If you can't visualize that, it's sort of, you know, ketchup chips taste sort of like salt and vinegar chips with sweetness to it. Delicious. Second thing that I tried were these all dressed chips. And essentially it's a potato chip with every seasoning known to mankind. And it was really tasty. Um, A friend of mine actually just found some in upstate New York, so I can get them. Now, the last thing I tried were the coffee crisps. Surprisingly enough, I like this one the best out of the three. A coffee crisp is essentially a candy bar on steroids because it's like really thick and beefy. And how I would describe it would be, it's sort of like if a Kit Kat bar and a tiramisu cake had a baby, that's what it's like. Um, And again, I actually like this one the best. And unfortunately, I can't get coffee crisps stateside. But thanks to technology, if I have a craving, I can get a few. Now, this is not going to surprise anybody between Yvonne and I very, very clearly. Yvonne takes much better care of herself than I do. And again, there's like, you know, a stratospheric difference between the two of us. But she's in way better shape than I am. No comparison. But I have been trying to eat better and be better and be healthier. And Yvonne is like, hey, you should you should try and dip these coffee crisps into coffee like a biscotti. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds like such a good idea. So I did it. And now I have a huge problem because it was amazing. And I'm now eating candy bars for breakfast. So eating better is completely out the window. You know... Yvonne and I just kind of hung out, had great food, and we just really connected. And I learned a lot of really important things on this trip. I learned I had to practice at being present. I have to practice it because it's not something I'm usually good at and it goes against my normal instinct. I want to be better at being present. I'm usually juggling a million different things in my brain at once, millions of projects at once. And that's partly because I'm a New Yorker and also partly because I'm a producer. That's just how I'm wired. And usually when I travel, I not only love to read up on points of interest, right? Map out where they are and when I'll go see it. And usually when I travel, I usually take a lot of camera equipment with me because I love photography. So I'll take tripods, several lenses, maybe a camera body or two, but that is a lot to carry, (laughs) It's very, very heavy. And when I do that, as much as I love photography, it does take me out of being present because I'm trying to set up, find the right shot, the right angles, figure out the lighting, what the composition is. And, you know, doing all of this, I'm not present. I'm only just seeing what is in the viewfinder. And also, when you map things out, you're on a schedule, right? So this time, my trip to Canada... I didn't make any schedules or plans, didn't take a camera or one lens, just my phone. And even though it was a super quick trip, I have to tell you, it was one of the best trips I've taken in a long time. Not just because I needed a break and actually took one, (laughs) 
but I just really focused on my time with some wonderful people like Yvonne, just enjoying their energy and company. And it really is a lesson that I learned that I want to be present more. And good people in your life, it's everything. And just drinking those moments in and, and sharing conversation and time with those people in your life, I mean, it's one of the things that make life amazing. So I'm definitely going to try and do more of it and get better at you know, being present. And again, Vancouver was gorgeous. I cannot wait to go back. And I want to spend more time exploring, eating, of course, and seeing friends. And to everyone I saw during my trip, you know who you are. Thank you so much for making the time to hang out. I had an absolute blast. So I'm really excited to not only bring in the new year and celebrate the Lunar New Year, it's the year of the rabbit, with having an amazing trinity of talent from Kung Fu. We just had Yvonne, Mike Bo, who played Simon Lau from Kung Fu, is coming up next. And I have Ludi Lin. Ludi was also in Mortal Kombat, Power Rangers, and Aquaman. I mean, to have this trio kick off the new year, I am like incredibly grateful. They are not only talented, but they're just genuinely good people. So for them to make time to come and hang out with me, it's amazing. And even though I have been working in entertainment for many, many years, and I've met a lot of, you know, notable people and interesting people, it's not lost on me at how lucky I am to get Yvonne, Mike, Ludi, and all of my guests that have come on the show and will be coming on the show to come and share their time and conversation with me. I mean, it is not something I take lightly and it is not something I take for granted. It really continues to blow my mind because they also believe in giving one another a hand up and to build a community that is positive, that is inclusive, that is about equity and love. I mean, that's so cool to me. And I hope you know that every conversation you hear on the podcast, nothing is scripted. It's all real. I can't wait to show you who else is coming up next for this year. I can always promise you that I will work my hardest to bring you interesting, compelling conversations that again, will hopefully inspire and empower you. So join us. And Yvonne, if you're listening, thank you again so much for your time, trust, and person. And I'm going to say it right now, girl. You know I want you to guest again, right? So, like, let's go for double digits, yeah? All right, cool. And I want to take this opportunity again. It is Chinese New Year. I wanted to wish everyone a happy, healthy, wonderful Lunar New Year. That's it for now, you guys. I will see you soon. Nelson, cue the music. This series is made for you. So not only do I hope that you're really enjoying the series and that you do feel good and you find things that are helpful, but I hope you join the conversation and you join our community and you help us build it. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me wherever you are around the world. I hope you're well and sit back because the celebration of 2023 and the Lunar New Year continues with actor and content creator Mike Bow. The representation for Asians was bad and socially not cool. So 
me as this person who was raised, I guess, not as super Asian, but then people are like saying, oh no, you are Asian. I'm like, okay. Then as a kid, you're kind of examining, okay, what is Asian then? Okay, what am I supposed to be? Wait till you hear what he has to say and what he made me realize about my own identity. As always, your support is so appreciated. So please subscribe, share, and download the episodes. They're all available for you. And tell your friends about Repin. We want this to be a movement about all of us. And be sure you follow me on Instagram and YouTube as exclusive clips and behind-the-scenes footage will be available on those outlets. And you got to check both because some will only be on YouTube and some will only be on Instagram. You can find those links in the episode description. To my crew, Nelson Pinero and Gracie Kong, thank you both so much for all that you do. Reppin is a Suburban Outlaw Productions. Until next time, stand up and represent. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.